Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Hey everybody, uh, welcome, welcome back to the Bitcoin Podcast Network's Just the Headers, you guessed it, um, we're giving you the crypto headlines from the past week and the weekend before, um, and without, uh, no, this man needs no introduction, okay, um, you may think that you know things, but as soon as you spend 30 seconds with this man, you know that you know no things. Uh, this man can bench press. This man can run fast. This man does science in his free time. Uh, the greatest man alive, I present the uh, main host of the show, Jesse the Man Broke. <laughs> God. Thanks, D. You're very welcome, man. So- D, D, D deserves that intro, not me. That's just uh, by the way that is all the way false uh this man does science in his free time boost blocks look out for it uh but anyways uh how's your week been jesse uh not as hectic as yours <laughs> <laughs> behind the smooth radio voice there's <laughs> choppy waters my friend <laughs> no uh um, I did have one green apple this week. So that's as exotic as my fruit, <laughs> my fruit t- tastes went this week. Um, oh, no. How about you? Uh, what did I have? I had orange juice. Okay. Not after you yeah. brushed your teeth, right? No, no. Well, oh, I mean, God. technically it's, technically it's after. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the worst yeah, thing that- in the world. Well, I take that back. Getting stabbed would be worse, but brushing your teeth and then forgetting you brushed your teeth and drinking some OJ is like, yeah. But yeah. So, for those of you unindated, uh, Jesse and I present the news to you uh, in a way that is comfortable for us. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, just be ready for that. Sit back, relax. Pour yourself some cavassier and uh, listen to the news. So the very first article coming from last weekend. uh, Abra app restricts services for U.S. users over regulatory issues. It's crazy, man. We can't live, Jesse, here in the States. They won't let us live. Like, we just want this crypto love. Why do we have to be regulated into oblivion? Crypto investment app Abra has been forced to make changes to its services to U.S. customers over regulatory uncertainty and restrictions in the country. In a blog update on Thursday, the firm said that the adjustments come in an effort to continue to to be compliant and cooperative with U.S. regulations as they currently exist. So what does that mean for the Abra users? Uh, specifically for the Abra users in the United States. Is that we had to make some system modifications around our smart contract based synthetic assets. Ooh, we're throwing out new words, Jesse. <laughs> What's a synthetic asset? Oh, shit. That makes me no sad. idea. How many synthetic assets do you own, Jesse? Because... I have a lot. No clue a lot. I, I would, I, I guess. Is that is that the broad term for everything not physical, synthetic? I guess so, dude. <laughs> synthetic assets. I want a T-shirt that says I own synthetic assets. Get at me. Like I don't understand what a synthetic asset is. I guess it's half authentic, half 
Artificial? Uh, I know California has a lot of women with synthetic assets. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, bro. Did I use doing? the word correctly? You did. <laughs> you did. They got them silicone assets. <laughs> um, and the men too these days, honestly. Like men are coming out of the closet with these calf implants. What the hell is wrong <laughs> yeah, with y'all? If another grown man ever tells me they got implants in their leg to make their legs look bigger, they're no longer someone that I communicate with on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even know that was a thing. Calf, implants. bro, dudes, dudes are out here in these streets, Jesse, getting calf you know, implants. You know how, uh, like, people are really actually made fun of, like, in the fitness industry for having small calves. Yeah, it's like, like it's a real thing. Why are you trying to fight genetics, man? Like, either do some calf raises or just face the facts. Your calves aren't that big. Wear pants. You know. I mean, I, I have small calves. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. We're pants, Yeah, bro. it's okay. We're pants. We're pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody see them. They won't. And don't wear skinny jeans either, because then they'll see them. Just, just wear pants. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what gets, grinds my gears? Skinny jeans and sagging. Who thought you that, hey, <laughs> we wanted to see p- jeans painted on your body, and B... We wanted to see your underwear as well. Like wh- what when you wake up in the morning and you turn in the mirror and you're looking, you're like, yeah, painted on pants and my ass out. This is the look. <laughs> this is the look I'm going for. Shout out to Lil Wayne. We're doing this. Anyways, uh, fucking Arbra sucks. So on to the <laughs> Hey, read next. these two articles right here. Which one? IRS, Which? the IRS one, and the Huawei one. Uh, okay, IRS says it's sending warning letters to U.S. cryptocurrency owners. So this is like actually news. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is written by Stan Higgins. We got new blood. The U.S. <laughs> Internal Revenue Service announced Friday that uh, it has begun sending letters to taxpayers who want cryptocurrency. Sorry, who own cryptocurrency. Uh, advising them to pay any back taxes they may owe or to file amended tax returns regarding their holdings. In a news bulletin, the agency said that it began mailing what it called educational letters. That's in quotations because those ain't educational letters, baby. <laughs> They're warning shots. Um, according to the statement, there are three variations of the letter that were sent. Um, here's a quote. Taxpayers should take these letters very seriously by reviewing their tax filings and, when appropriate, amend past returns and pay back taxes, interest, and penalties. IRS Commissioner Chuck Redding said in a statement, The IRS is expanding our efforts involving cryptocurrency, including increased use of data analytics. We are focused on enforcing the law and helping taxpayers fully understand and meet their obligations. So, like we said on the network for a very long time, um, you need to be careful about your trading activities you need to understand what capital gains tax is and that uh is if you buy something for ten dollars today sorry if you buy let's make it easier if you buy something for one dollar today and you get 100x right and you now have 100 dollars worth of value if you sell that 15 percent of the gains between 100 and one dollar go to the government right so you have to be cognizant of that. What if what if uh, you take all of the money that you have in crypto mm-hmm. and you leverage it and then it disappears? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then <you> take... <laughs> well, then you take a loss and you don't owe any taxes. You For just tell time, the government right? that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. What if and... you t- what if you what if you say, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay back taxes on the Bitcoin I bought in like 2011. And like, do you pay back taxes on, uh, on you know, a lot of Bitcoin or like on, on the price of Bitcoin as it is today, or the price of Bitcoin as it was in 2011? Mm. So like, if you lost like 10,000 Bitcoin in 2011, can you claim capital Those gains losses? loss of like the current price of Bitcoin? Um. So it's first in, first out, right? 
can you can you make it like a trump like because that's what he does right he he pretends that like uh excuse me he's who? bankrupt who? Trump, trump pretends he's bankrupt right What's and trump trump is a is a it's a fictional character oh it's a it's a guy that he 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 builds these uh projects mm-hmm. and then he names them trump mm. and then he declares bankruptcy and then he still somehow profits and he doesn't pay taxes but he makes money from selling buildings. Hmm. Yeah, how does that work? Sounds like a fucking con man. I got to dig into this Trump you keep talking about, <laughs> but um Yeah, so Is it possible to do that with crypto? It could be, but I'm not a tax accountant and I'm definitely not a con man. So I think that um it's basic first in first out principle. Now you can wash your trades. So what the best traders will do will they'll start telling the story on a, uh, I believe like a cash basis accounting, and not an accrual basis accounting. So they say, "Hey tax man, I bought a giant pile of Bitcoin at this date, right?" Mm-hmm. And if they sell it later for the gains. They'll pay the fifteen percent on it, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think they ever sell it for the gains. They like wash certain trades, and mm-hmm. what I mean by wash is they'll sell it at a loss and rebuy it really fast. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they just took in a loss mm-hmm. instead of the gains that they just made met. So basically, they get enough gains to cover the taxes. And then they sell it at that point, and that's like a new timestamp, right? Mm-hmm. But since it's got a new higher high, you buy again real quick, and then you sell a bunch to wash it, so it looks like you take a loss on the new pile, and then you wait again for the big higher high, mm. right? So essentially, the fifteen percent L on the huge gain. Um, still allows you to profit off of the trade. I feel so like I need taking, a whiteboard to You're like just taking your profits and not not claiming taxes on your actual crypto profits. Yes. So in excess you, of the cash that you originally started with or whatever. Yeah. So essentially what you want to do is build in the taxes as an expense as you're trading, right? Mm-hmm. And say like, "Oh, when I make this trade, the tax expense is this." So that's actually taking my 15% gain down to a whatever percent gain or and then you keep the the money for taxes in a liability account oh what if every time you trade you lose your money (laughs) you're (laughs) fucking you're you're terrible why are you trading at all go get a job and watch people become rich why are you quite just trading over a long period of time just claim a lot of losses capital capital losses but drive a lamborghini so yeah people are like um what that's your that's yeah. the fast track to an audit right there that's, <laughs> the, fast track to an audit. that's the fastest <laughs> wait a second you keep saying you're losing money but you just bought mike tyson's house it's like yeah <laughs> it's crazy right like it's crazy it's just i got a good deal <laughs> a good deal uh Anyways, there's another article you wanted me to read, right? Yeah, the Huawei one. Huawei. Huawei. I can't say that word very well. Ha. Huawei. Isn't this the spy phone? This is actually not a spy phone. The U.S. just wants you to think it's a spy phone so that it can be part of, uh, be be a negotiating piece for the Chinese as part of the trade deal that they're going to renegotiate. So that China doesn't have to ha- uh, pay taxes on their exports or the the U the U S is imports from them. This sounds like something. Uh, what did you say that guy's name? Trump. This sounds like something he would set up. Hmm. Huawei. This article is it's, brought. Huh. Oh, I was just gonna say it's the uh, it's the biggest phone manufacturer in the world now. In the world, bigger than yeah. Apple. It's bigger than Apple. <gasps> But my yeah. iPhone. 
So the iPhone's getting three cameras on the back now. So yeah, but Huawei's had three cameras for a long time. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> does it have an Apple emblem on it? That's what you're missing. Uh, Hawaii, Hawaii CEO calls on China <laughs> to create Hawaii to create a rival to Facebook's Libra. Wow, this is this is fun. We're living in fun times. Huawei CEO calls China to create a rival to Facebook's Libra crypto. This is written by Daniel Kuhn and Callaway Crane and the High Noon Boys, telecommunications giant Highway's chief executive. Chief executive <laughs> has said what man. Every time you say Huawei, it changes in pronunciation. Highway, Huawei, Huawei, Huawei to the danger zone. Yeah, oh my God! All right, just never mind. Oh man, new Top Gun. Huh? You see okay. the trailer for it? I'm okay for that. Huawei. Oh. <laughs> I should be their marketer. I need to call them. That could be a commercial right there. Uh, Huawei's chief executive has said that the time is ripe for China's government to preempt Facebook's Libra. Look, we're creating the ultimate dystopian cryptocurrency, not you, America. Speaking in an interview with Italian media outlet Le Economia, CEO Ren Zengfei of Huawei remarked that China has the capability to pursue such an undertaking. Because we uh, are okay with making our people be numbers and monitoring everything that they do. And um, as well as a cryptocurrency that would track their life. Um, that's not like the U.S. doesn't do that either. <laughs> Careful, They just my do it friend. under the guise of democracy. <laughs> Careful, my friend. We don't do it. Our companies do it. And we pay it's them true. to. Okay. So uh, back off. Before you start offending capitalism, okay, or offending, huh? yeah, offending capitalism. Uh, oh, okay. That's how I do it, okay? My tax dollars pay to spy on me, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's the way I want it. Uh, even China's <laughs> even China's able to issue such currencies, so why wait for Libra? The strength of a state is greater than that of an internet company. So China is putting nuts on tables, okay? They said, we want the cryptocurrency that tracks everybody, not you, America. So. Dang. I can't wait for China to pump Tron. Oh, and to, until Justin Sun to disappear? I don't know. I just, I just can't wait for them to actually pump Tron. Like, it'll be amazing. And, uh. I would like for you to elaborate on that. But first, I need to read this article, which seems really cool. 200-year-old passport printing firm launches hardware crypto wallet. Oh, that's baller. So um, I think it's cool because I, for one, can't wait until the disappearing of the wallet. My wallet is large. It throws off my hip. Right? I'm turning into an older man. I need, I, I need my spine to be straight. And so if I could have my wallet and my phone and then we can make it a law that if you thieve my wallet, if it scans your face and you're not me and you're not an authorized face, then you are a felon and they come and they get you because my phone is my personal device and has a lot of my life in it. So if you steal it and it knows that you're not me, they're going to find you and they're going to throw you in jail. But anyways, um. This article is written by Daniel Palmer, an Austrian printing company uh, that has history going back to the early 1800s. Has damn, that's a long time ago. Has launched a cryptocurrency storage device. The new hardware wallet comes from Unique Unique X Identity, a subsidiary of Vienna-based Austrian state uh, printing house. Austerreichs. Oh my God. Oesterreichsstaatsdirecki. Oh my goodness. What kind of language is that? I'm sorry, Austrians. I can't speak Austrian. A secure printing firm, which is now the country's high-tech passport maker and provider of other security identity solutions. Uh, 
the 100% offline wallet offers private key generation in a patent applied for high security enclave that OESD said means the keys cannot be viewed by any outside party, even unique X or OESD employees. So once again, Europe seems to be leading the way with encryption um, and technology that allows people to live like they led the way on point of sale systems. And they led the way on the, the chip card. Ooh, Austria? Uh, just Europe in general. They kind of led the way on the chip card. Oh, right. Yeah. And now I guess the, you know, China and Japan have caught up because they pay with everything with what WeChat. Hmm. What's that app that they all use? That's like social media slash shopping slash everything. Yeah, WeChat. WeChat. Yes. Oh, so, um, yeah. But anyways. What's Alibaba up to? So I want to know. Where are they uh, in this crypto shit? They're about Amazon. To, Go ahead. They're about to list on Hong Kong, on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. God damn, they're gonna be worth a lot of money. Golly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's on to you, Jesse. Segway into Monday's news. All right, here we go. Monday, dark web drug dealer. Oh wow. Here we go again. To hand over Bitcoin millions after plea deal. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Uh, who is this? Is this? Do, do we? Oh, that's, are we aware of? That's Pookie, you know. Pookie. All right. So here we go. A New York judge has punted on deciding whether crypto exchange. Wait, this is not the right article. This is not functioning correctly. We're experiencing technical difficulties. All right, here we go. Dark web drug dealer to hand over Bitcoin millions after plea deal. Dark web drug dealer must forfeit $4 million in funds, including Bitcoin, after pleading guilty to charges of money laundering and conspiracy to distribute controlled substances. Mm -hmm. This is on the behalf of Richard Castro, who went by the pseudonyms Chems USA, uh, Chems USA, Chems underscore USA or chemical underscore USA and Jagger 109 while conducting his illicit trade is alleged to have sold carfentanil, fentanyl, and a fentanyl analog called phenylfentanyl on dark web markets, including Alpha Bay and Dream Market from November 2015 to March 2019. Castro is said to have accepted Bitcoin as payment for the drugs and laundered the proceeds in different ways, including using Bitcoin wallets and curiously by buying around 100 quadrillion Zimbabwe banknotes. Uh, an alleged co-conspirator co in the case, Luis Fernandez, shipped narcotics from locations including from New York City, the release says. Quote, as he admitted today for years, Richard Castro used the dark web to distribute prolific quantities of powerful opioids, including fentanyl and carfentanil. Castro thought he could hide behind the anonymity of the internet and use online pseudonyms to deal drugs like Chems USA and Chemical USA. Thanks to our law enforcement partners, Chems underscore USA is now in U.S. prison. Would you? Damn. Would you would ever I what? get lifted on opium? Would I ever get lifted on opium? Yeah, like, would you ever do it? I do. Sorry, say that again. You disconnected for a second. I said, would you ever do, would you ever do it? Would you ever get lifted on it? Uh, I, I don't think so. Not your jam? No, not opium. No. Seems intense. What do you know about opium? I know nothing. I just see a lot of Chinese smoking it in movies. That's that's what I know. I know that. Um, I also know it's like meth. I think they put it in meth, too. Oh, it's like meth? Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I don't really know. I know it's dangerous. Like I know people are out here in these streets dying, but you know, I've never in my life been walking or at a party and someone is like, hello, sir. And I said, well, good evening. And they say, uh, would you like some opium? That's never happened to me. So I feel like opium is a really old drug. Yeah, man. It's kicking it old school. So look, I'm the old king of this drug game. But um, yeah, apparently it's in like prescription medicines, too. So but not in my, oh. med, not in my meds. So. That's interesting. It, I just oh. know I don't want to get injured 
because then they're going to pump it into my blood. And then next thing you know, I'm like, ooh, give me that sweet opium, baby. And I don't need those problems. So are you talking about are you are you talking about opioids in general, like Vicodin? And I guess um, so. Like in that opi opi things. So, you know, OK, because opium and Vicodin, I don't believe are the same thing. Like if you're talking about opioids in general. Would it be a dick move to make a cereal called Opioats? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that'd be a dick move. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'd think like Opie, like like the like the actor, no, the um, character from mm-hmm. is that one show? It's this uh, Andy Griffith Duff? show, that one. Oh, Andy, Andy Griffith show. Okay. show. Yeah, Opie. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm going to go to the next one because... I'm I'm not sure where that tangent is going to go. Okay. Yeah, we're lightning. Um, Square Crypto leads the product. Wait, lead. I'm not interested in that one. Uh, Open Bazaar. Nope. CEO. LR. I don't know. Maybe I'll read this one here. Um, Circles. CEO. Alair to Congress. Treat crypto as a new asset class. Synthetic. Um, yeah. He, okay. So he's giving a testimony uh, and a testimony to Congress published on Monday. Uh, quote, Congress should adopt national policies that define and establish digital digital assets as a new asset class and develop appropriate rules and exemptions for digital assets. This will require legislation that will likely change uh, that likely changes our existing commodities, securities and banking laws, among others. Um He's saying that being a law-abiding U.S. citizen should not put U.S. companies or U.S. industry at a disadvantage in the development of this global technology. So mm. he's part of Circle. He's, C- he's Circle CEO. He's, he's, um, please don't take my money. Please don't take my money, U.S. government. Yeah. Oh, did you see BitPay is pulling out of Germany? I didn't, bro. Why, yeah. though? But why? Because they're about to pass some legislation that's going to, I guess, maybe not inhibit maybe they can't even get like a trading license for crypto maybe they're just going to make it illegal so they're just getting ahead of the ball we'll find out in time but all right let's do one more article from monday and then we can move on to tuesday um sec cyber unit chief that pursued actions against ico's kick to resign uh u.s investment firm launches a hedge fund with holdings in coinbase backed um a crypto exchange bitstamp is adding uk pounds to funding options uh, that seems like the most interesting, the SEC cyber unit. Let's do that one. SEC chief who pursued actions against ICOs kick to resign. Oh, wow. The SEC chief is resigning. So the, the SEC chief of the cyber unit, okay, of the cyber unit will step down in August, according to a statement. Robert A. Cohen uh, will abdicate his role as executive enforcer for the cyber division founded in 2017 after 15 years of SEC service. Quote, I'm grateful to Rob for his thoughtfulness, expertise, and develop oh, and leadership in taking on the creation of the cyber unit, said Chairman Jay Clayton. Quote, he leaves the unit well positioned to continue the critical work of protecting our markets and retail investors in this complex and continually developing area. The cyber mm-hmm. unit's mandate includes policing financial violations involving digital assets, cyber crimes, including hacking and information theft, and the disclosures regarding cybersecurity by public companies. Uh, for his part, Cohen led invest led several investigations into initial coin offerings, including launching a lawsuit against Kick Interactive for conducting an illegal $100 million ICO as an attempt to raise funds to prop up no longer profitable parts of his, its business. He also pursued a case against Centra Tech's $32 million ICO, as well as celebrities Floyd Mayweather Jr. and music producer Khaled Khaled, known as DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled! <laughs> Uh, for failing to disclose $100,000 payments they received for promoting Centratex ICO, though the lawsuit has been formally dismissed. Interesting. I, love I wonder what he's going to be doing going after. Like, I gave the DJ Cal a sound clip and you were just like, just kept rolling through it. Man. Well, because I'm trying to figure out what he's doing. Because like, I'm thinking like, why would you, re- why would you resign if you're the chief of, if you're the SEC chief of the cyber unit, why would you resign? Old saying, Jesse, if it don't make sense, somebody's making dollars. Makes sense. I wonder where he's going. I would follow him on LinkedIn just for 
curiosity out of curiosity you ready to do the damn thing and move on to tuesday yep tuesday. all right we about Your to turn. lightning through this shit i hope you're ready lightning round former mount gox ceo corpellas must face u.s class action judge rules so we're we're still trying to catch fist face that fucked the whole industry with mount gox and stole tens of thousands of big no million of big millions of bitcoin and was 80 percent of the market mount gox magic the gathering online exchange is where hey, Corey's gonna be able to participate in this class action lawsuit yeah Corey will be yeah yeah that's gonna be good coindesk uh u.s senator said i don't think you persuaded anyone crypto creates financial inclusion oh oh they take his shots Fire on firm wins patent for integra- integrating blockchain into black box for guns. Now that seems interesting, but I don't care. Philippines <laughs> huh? Philippines Union Bank launches stable co- I really don't care about stable coins at this point. Uh Blockstack CEO discusses his regulatory aha moment, so I might read that. And VP of Engineering Tim Wagoner becomes latest exec to leave Coinbase. That's juicy. So- uh, Coinbase is having growing pains. Uh, Daniel Kuhn writes that uh, Munib Ali is all up in this blockchain, uh, blockchain shit, right? And so he says, CEO of Blockstack is attempting to build a decentralized internet where users have control over their own data. In this interview with Coindesk's Lekin, he discusses how his firm's native utility token gained reg A regulatory approval. He said, quote unquote, she said, this is the first time ever that a crypto asset got qualification from the SEC, also known as the SEC, that it's okay to distribute that to its it's okay to distribute this to the general public. I do think the potential of this can help mature an industry and a lot of other projects can benefit from the work that we have done, Ali said. While earning a PhD in dissipating systems. Wow. You can get a PhD in systems that disappear. Am mm-hmm. I thinking about those words right? Or dissipating. Does that just mean like distributing and tapering down? Dissipated systems. What's dissipated even mean? I think it means like you're spreading it out and tapering it down at the same time. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. The adjective over mainly used for thermal pleasures. No, that's the definition we're going for. It says uh, thermodynamically open system, which is operating out of and often far from thermodynamic equilibrium in an environment with which it exchanges energy and matter. A tornado may be thought of as a dissipative. Dissip. How do you say that word actually? Dissipative or dissipative? It sounds better if you say dissipative, huh? Doesn't it? Yeah. Are you sure? Nope. I'm but not I'm sure really either. I'm confident that it's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anyway. Um. Look, from a man who took some phonetics, I am 90% sure that it is dissipative. Why? Because, listen to me now, if you have the two hard consonants in the middle of a word, and then you have vowel, consonant, vowel, the second vowel gets the emphasis. So the A is short, uh, disipa, and then tiv. That's the one that gets the longer emphasis. Dissipative. So a thing. Oh no. Dissipative. No. <laughs> no, wait, how do you know? How do you uh, how there's do you... there's a YouTube how to pronounce uh dissipative. Dis yeah, it's dissipative on on Merriam-Webster too. It's dissipative, and <laughs> that's how you sound like an asshole in front of all your listeners. So I don't know what I'm talking about, but apparently the word is dissipative. So no, dissipative. You keep saying it wrong. So <laughs> you keep saying it right. <laughs> uh... Anyways, uh, he's got a PhD in that. Dissipate, dissipate, dissipative systems. Um, an open system, if I'm wrong, right? And thermodynamics means that energy is escaping the system somewhere, right? See, si, senor. Okay. Um, I think, in, here's a quote. I think in general, I am... 
Aren't most systems open? See, they, all they open? are because the universe is expected to be uh, in- increasing in entropy. Yeah, like even the most closed system is open, right? Because exactly. Yes, you cannot yeah. create a perfect closed system. There. Okay. See, hooked on. See, education works, children. Any children <laughs> listening in the audience, it sticks in your brain, and you just remember it randomly. Uh, here's a quote. I think in general, I'm a, I'm obviously very optimistic about the coming years. This is uh, Munib. Just like our SEC qualification went through, I remain very confident that the same would happen for exchanges as well. He said, so we will actually have more accountability and more transparency. Uh, these are both, those are two lies that he just said, um, but we're going to keep going. I look at this as an industry that is maturing, right? You're already doing so many innovative things. You can reuse lessons from past decades for why it's a good thing to have discipline and why it's a good thing to be transparent. All regulations are not bad. And he's good. Um, but what regulations do is they make um, accountability and transparency. Um, this list of standards and this, this this game of breakable rules that if you have enough money, you could break the rules and you can stand to, to gain or create the rules. And then you make money off of the transactions from everyone using your rules. Um, but it's sorry. Let me get off my soapbox. Um, yeah. Muni Bali, everyone. All right, your turn, Jesse. Okay, Wednesday. Lightning, just read them and we're going to zoom. Okay, well, but there's some articles in here that are actually not bad. All right, hold on. Litecoin is having soon what's happening and what you should know. Ripple extends university investment program to Japan. Quadriga judge approves 1.6 million in expenses for I law firms. Oh, EY law firms. Uh, Judge rules uh, for Roger Ver and Craig Wright libel lawsuit. Marijuana-focused stablecoin issuer added to Arizona fintech sandbox. Uh, what the next four years of Ethereum looks like. Uh, overstock to pay its shareholders a dividend in T0 tokens. Uh, that's interesting. You know, T0 is like the big talk of the town uh, right now. Watch Metal Pay CEO isn't a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, importer of Bitmain's Bitcoin miners draws criminal investigation in Russia. Lightning. Owner. I want to read some of these. I'll probably read them on my own time. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? What What do you think the listeners would want to hear? Um, I, I'm kind of articles? with you on the T zero one because um, I was actually reading their white paper today. It's not bad, dude. That dude's a PhD too. He's got a PhD in get this philosophy. How come all of these like PhD communications, PhD like all these non-hard science PhDs are having these like ICOs, um, and they're just communicating things in a way that rips you off without you really knowing, or at least I don't know. I People would think- say that like you're not getting ripped off. I would say that uh, they have they know how to talk and they know how to emote. And they're mm-hmm. not overly technical. So I think a PhD in a non-technical field is going mm-hmm. to be technical enough to communicate um, and inspire without making someone feel belittled or ignorant. Or um, well, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just want to know that the mechanism for proof of stake on Tezos is not a ripoff for the consumer, for the average consumer, for the average person who's going to buy Tezos and think they're going to sell it at a higher price, or they're thinking, oh, I'm going to stake this and I'll earn X percentage. I just want to read into the mechanisms to make sure that they're not actually being ripped off. Maybe that's not only for you should uh-huh. do, uh, maybe that's a, no, that's what I did. That's what I did with quarters. And that's what I'm doing with um, this project now i'm just curious i don't know where you find the time to be so amazing i'd like to know it's because uh i have you need, time you need to write a book <laughs> it's because i actually have the time yeah that's why, that's why. um i would like to hear that i i you went on you went on dose of ether didn't you I did, and that was interesting. I figured out some tidbits of information about that product that are not made completely transparent. It's 
really a new model for selling you a, a new intermediary in the whole process of downloading a games. So they're basically injecting themselves as like a middleman to the middleman who sells you the game. Mm -hmm. So like if say EA sports publishes FIFA on steam, they want to be the middleman in between steam and EA so that they're taking a percentage of the cost of the product in terms of the initial cost of the game and mm -hmm. the subsequent in-game purchases that you're going to make. They want like a percentage. They're about to, they're going to take like 15 to 30% of the slice of the pie. And so you don't really get that if you just skim the white paper and say, I'm going to invest in quarters. But like, if you read into a lot of these projects, like they're really scummy. Like I hate yeah. to say it, but it, there they are. It's just, somebody's going to lose. And the, the person who loses is the person the at the very end, at the tail end. Yeah. A lot of these projects, the people who make the most money are the developers and the people who were part of the Series A uh, investment rounds or even private investment, even before Series A started. Hmm. Everybody else is just a loser. I think it's really cool that you did that, though. And that's this is probably a good time to plug the rest of the network because this is a this is a podcast network. Um, we have lots of shows and they all have their own little flavor and you don't. I don't think you're going to get an experience with crypto content like you'd get with other shows and possibly other networks than you would with ours because we have such a wide variety. So we've got Hashing It Out, which is Dr. Petty and um, Colin Couchet, which are diving deep into the actual tech, like um, similar to what you just heard from Broke, Jesse, the man broke. Um, and then we also have Dose of Ether, which is just that. It's a Dose of Ether. Ether is, is, is its own monster now, and it's separate from Bitcoin. Um, and so we try to segregate that and just highlight what is going on in the world of Ethereum, which can be a lot. Um, we have this show, Just the Headers, which is headlines, and Jesse and I have a good time. And if you don't like that, fuck you. And then we have... <laughs> <laughs> we have... On Rapable D, where I will talk to a noob and help them understand why Bitcoin's important. I get very prophecial, uh, not pro prophecy, that's not a word. I get very philosophical, prophetic um, into the reasons why people even impart value in this technology, in this currency to begin with. Um, it's a good network. Enough, enough, uh, enough with the advertisement that we didn't pay for let's go into um thursday's news we don't do friday's news because that's zero confirmation news uh, and this show doesn't even always come out on fridays anymore so i'm sorry uh we're gonna run through this nyag attorney's response to bitfinex letter uh coindesk squares q2 bitcoin revenue nearly doubles from the previous rec uh previous record so there are U.S. businesses making plenty of money on Bitcoin. Don't let this new taste fool you. Uh, you can now tip on Twitter with Bray's basic attention token. Yes! Uh, R3 doubles cool. London office space for blockchain hiring space. Uh, Zuko Wilcox pushes for new developer funds to support Zcash. So that, by the way, Jesse, he is the person that's responsible for the scum. But he's not a scummy person. Does that make sense? Mm, why does he need a new developer fund exactly so what zuko introduced to the cryptocurrency world was the idea of baking in money and kickbacks to the developer teams that launched these tokens he really he really broke ground with that in a public way i think ethereum did it on the sly like vitalik and his team did it on the sly it was kind of an accident but Zcash was really the first project that said, hey, a portion of the value of this network is automatically kicked back to us for creating this network. And it's an argument it's in philosophy. Is, is that right or is that wrong? You know what I mean? You, they put in the hard work. They put in the effort. They built the thing. They should get money in perpetuity. But if you pre-mine it that's a different story and if you do you know what i mean it's a very 
It's a very thin line. I would love to be on it. I mean, Bitcoin was pre-mined. Bitcoin was not pre-mined. It 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 was because nobody was participating on the network. Well, that's not a that's not a <laughs> pre-mine. Like he asked people to join the network. He just happened to be the only person mining on it. So well, that's like, that's a pre-mine. He should have not. He should have slowed down the mining. See, I think there's a gray area. I think a pre-mine is you're actively mining all the shit on purpose, and then you launch the thing. But right, I, I think, think that there doesn't like, have. To... Go ahead. I, I I think that there is a pre-mine. Um, I think that you just have to accept that there can be a pre-mine and everything. And that is technically a pre-mine. When you start your life as a human, technically people have pre-mined, right? Resources. Some people are born into wealth. <laughs> some people aren't. Right. Yeah. So there is a pre-mine. So there's a pre-mine for everything. Whether you want to call it a pre-mine or not, if you want to just lie to yourself and say it's not a pre-mine, it's not a gray area. He pre-mined. Because he was the first one. And that's pre-mining were, yeah then there were 10 and then there were 25 yeah but but he's still he's still pre-mining it's like the first person who figured out how how to how to work with how to work with bronze or something right and he was the only one making like suits of armor out of bronze wherever everybody else was, was using like i don't know cloth armor leather armor and he was forging bronze like he had a pre-mine on bronze supply I don't know. I'm just saying it was like nothing's even. Don't expect balance. Saying. There's no there's no perfect balance. There's, there's no equality always, in the world. There's always an Akuma in every fighting game. There's always an an S tier, yes. Yeah, there's always an S tier. You can't perfectly balance the fighting game. Um moving on real quick. Ice CEO backed will launch very near future, so screw you backed. No one cares anymore. And crypto exchange launches shitcoin futures uh, index, offering new way to short alts. Interesting. That looks like fun. And what happened? Why the first U.S. physical Bitcoin futures contracts haven't launched? That's talking about backed. Um, so, hey, thank you guys for tuning in to Just the Headers for another week of Irish shenanigans. We're gonna um, take the Huawei to. <laughs> Jesus. Danger zone. He, give me a danger zone. Uh, Syria. <laughs> That's not That's not what I meant. I wanted you to go <laughs> danger zone, but no, that's not what I knew what you wanted. I just didn't want to give you it. Danger yeah. zone is uh, another danger zone is like uh, some places in LA, right? Danger. yeah that's true i wonder if there's canadian gangsters are you kidding me i, I just want to know like how they are they nice too no they're italian i did not know this no, like... there's italian canadian no, I'm gangsters just, i'm just kidding i'm actually not kidding but i'm kind of kidding oh, okay let's not say but, that no i'm not we don't want to get on anyone's Canadian gangster radar, so we better shut the hell up. There's some Netflix shows about that, actually. Recently came out about the Italian mafia operating out of Montreal okay. and uh, shipping drugs from Montreal to New York. All right. Yeah. Well, let's plug the things. Uh, Jesse is a scientist, and he took all of the science that he knows, and he built boost blocks. Um, oh, don't do that yet, because I just figured out that uh, we have to fix some things. So how about we plug that on the next episode? Okay. Psych, uh, if you've already eaten digested boost blocks, uh, go to the doctor. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's messed up to say. Um, it's not even on the market yet. So, um, The Bitcoin Podcast was a show started by three amigos many moons ago. And it hence grown into the Bitcoin Podcast Network. And we've attracted such amazing people to help us grow. Jesse the Man Broke, Lucian, Colin Couchet. So many people have uh, helped the network grow to where it is. Um, where we uh, keep growing, I think, in unique listenership. Which is crazy. We're getting like 4,000, 
500 to 5,000 unique listeners uh, every seven days. Um, and I treat that as subscribers. So thank you guys for tuning into the network every single week and listening to all of our shows. Um, you know, we, we offer you all this content, like hours of content a week, um, just to keep you tapped in and peeked into um, what's going on in blockchain tech and cryptocurrency because um, you're just going to get a bunch of bullshit on mass media. And then uh, on top of that, if you stay on Twitter too long, you think there's some sort of religious army that works <laughs> for Bitcoin and some religious army that works for Ethereum and everybody's just like cultish. So we just tried to provide a wide spectrum spectrum of information uh, with our own flavor. Um, we have a store, store.thebitcoinpodcast.com. You can get shirts. You can get beanbag chairs. You can get throw pillows that say live, laugh, be a GPP. You can get uh, hyper bull Donald Trump shirts. Uh, you can get fanny packs. You can get stickers. You can get mouse pads. Um you can you can get all the things if you join the slack we release discount codes from time to time um on that merchandise so you don't have to pay an arm and leg um we yeah you by paying attention to the show uh you'll get the discount codes if you become a patreon if you become a patron um there will soon be many more benefits for you uh in helping us grow our content so for to all of the patrons of the network uh we salute you um yeah what you got bro i have thank you for listening and we hope you tune in to us next week all right um go ahead and pre-order avengers endgame because you know you want to do that shit uh spoiler alert the good guys win uh play (laughs) play